Hassan, Season 4, Episode 10, where we watch Instant Hotel, Season 1, Episode 1. I'm Chris Lorenz. Noah Singer. Robert Kitts. Hey, this is James. Max and Bondi. (laughs) 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 That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, Yeah, this is uh, shows on Netflix. Rob, will you give us a show description on this one? So the Netflix is a little sparse, their show descriptions, so it's not the, quite the uh, epic novel sometimes they are. Teams of Australian homeowners compete for the title of Best Instant Hotel by staying overnight in one of those rentals and rating their experiences. That's Instant Hotel on Netflix. What yeah. is a instant hotel? It is an Airbnb. Are you familiar with the term Airbnb? I'm familiar with the term air, and I'm familiar with the term B&B. <laughs> Are you familiar with the portmanteau of Airbnb? No. Oh. Wouldn't uh, that be Airbnb? Right, right, no, <laughs> Max, no. Uh, so this show is like a very weird show. We've never done a show like this before. That's right. So it's five <laughs> separate like couples, and they all have their own Airbnb setup, and then they go all go to each Airbnb each other's airbnb and rate them mm-hmm. and there's some sort of winner at the end gets an all-paid trip to california california usa yeah so this an instant f- hotel rumored to be owned by a hollywood celebrity <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into the minutiae about it later <laughs> not just california <laughs> minutiae always coming quick so in this episode all there was Four couples stayed at one of the couple's Airbnb. The fifth couple hosted the other four. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in what was the place called? Humpty Doo. <laughs> Max. <laughs> Crushing life. Humpty Doo. James, yes. you might need to cut Max's mic. <laughs> Where's the mute button? Let me see. No, guys, this is the Max mic. This is the Max pod. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. So they all you stayed at MaximumFun.org. So they stay at this hotel and not hotel airbnb and they're just judging the shit out of this airbnb all day then they go on like a daytime kind of like tour to like some alligator thing to local pub then they come home they're hanging out more and then they they check out and then everyone rates this fucking hotel and that's the end of the show Yes. You missed so much minutiae, but yes, that's exactly. But that's, yeah. that's the that's the <laughs> yeah, flow. Yeah, we the haven't form. gotten that's to the, the minutia, Max. <laughs> that yeah, is I mean, that's the structure, key, right? Is yeah. that the they are operating like it's a single night rental of an Airbnb. You're the guest. You you get there. You get the rule book. You get like here's the place to check out. Here's the place to go to dinner, and then you check out the next day, and then you give it a rating. Yeah, that's the show. So it's a very this is like regular. This is. Very much regular freaking people. There's no like social media influencers. There's no people trying to like parlay this some other way. I mean, well, they're parlaying it for like a different reason. Yes. But they're like being very real about it. That we know of and uh, would expect. We may not know in Australia that these folk are really peddling their Instagram followers. I mean, so many of these people. They're in their 60s. They're not Instagram models. That was one couple. One, one couple. But the young couple? I mean, mate, look, eh. the reason for the show to exist is so people could show off their Airbnb. The, uh, it's so, so you go look this place yeah, up and yeah. you're like, oh, I want to stay at the top end in Bondi. Or no, no they weren't in Bondi. <laughs> 
They were, were in Humpty Doo. Humpty Doo. <laughs> Northern Territory. Northern Territory of Australia. <laughs> okay. The American equivalent of this is like. Oh, you're going to offend somebody no matter what you say about no, right now. <laughs> deepest, darkest, the southernmost tip of Texas, comma, Texas. I'm sorry, Texas. Uh, <laughs> still just know. like it's going to be hot as shit. Oh, okay. That's where you're going with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Max really swerved on that one. <laughs> you really reeled it back in at the okay, end. That's not the Northern Territories you. are... Okay, Rob. Yes. What's the Northern Territories of Canada? You're talking about the Northwest Territories? Yeah. This is the Northwest Territories of Canada of Australia. Except okay. in Canada, None of this cold. makes any fucking sense. Okay, it's North Australia. It's fucking hot. It's hot. There's like a wet season and a dry season. They're in the dry season, which is apparently the a most thousand priciest. bucks a night. No, the, I thought it was the wet season. There was that massive thunderstorm. Yeah, they said apparently the wet season is not over. You know, right. they showed us the prices. They're paying the dry season prices, and then even though it was the dry season, they got a giant rainstorm. Ah, okay. Yeah, that, that there you go. That's the minutia for you. All right, let's go over the people on this show. Okay. I got their names. So you got Babe and Bondi. Babe and Bondi. Yeah. They're Babe. (laughs) They're city folk. They're a mother-daughter pair. Right. And they're, you know, they seem very normal. Like, it's, I don't know what to talk about. Uh, They are are normal, but every couple in the show is typecasted. Um, And so they are the high maintenance. um, You call it couple. But despite them being a mom and daughter pair, um, and they're yeah they're from Bondi, and so that's in the middle of Sydney. So you know, big big city girls that need a lot. That's kind of how they're trying to portray them on the show. I mean, I think they are. I don't think they're trying to. They're not portraying themselves any differently than they are. It's it, unclear, right? Unclear. To be clear, so that yeah. I'm clear, is Babe and Bondi the one that drove their car off oh, yes. the road? Yes. Oh yes. yes, we'll get to that. Okay. Just, I mean, we. People bring up the minutiae about specific people right now, if you want. Go for it. We got to get in. So, okay. the, the, like, it's okay. Max has got it, apparently. So, babe, she's a real pig in the big city. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> there, was a good, there was a good conversation of, is her name babe or is it pronounced Bobby? <laughs> it's some strange Australian pronunciation. But we confirmed Bobby. in the show it was babe. Bobby. <laughs> So tell me about this. Car, so there James. we have it. Uh, so so <laughs> Babe and Bondi. Uh, so the, the basically the one of the opening scenes or op- opening segments is all of the guests basically driving into this Airbnb or instant hotel, non affiliated with Airbnb place to stay. Uh, and so you know they got like cameras in the cars and whatever. And so they're you know just kind of doing the confessional, kind of they're getting a bit of like who they are, where they're from, what they're about. <laughs> and so Babe and Bondi are driving in, uh, and another couple of guests sees them, and they're. The best way to describe this is one of those sort of non-paved driveways. Uh, it's sort of like a dirt path or a gravel path of some nature. Um, and then somehow, and and Babe and Bonnie driving in, I forget who's driving. They manage the mom, to the mom was babe. driving, babe, babe. Uh, just drives the car off the driveway, and a whole wheel is now dangling off the edge of this like entranceway. Uh, over, I don't know, like a couple foot ditch yeah, or it's, something. It's, to, it's to, not, not like scary, To, to but add like some minutiae to the minutia, it was a turn. And mm. so she cut the turn too tight. Ah, okay. Yeah. I need to add to this. Um, did you guys know Babe Pig in the City got four out of four <laughs> on RogerEbert.com? Who doesn't know that, Max? 
All right, yeah. This Max, was pretty... we'll, we'll do our Babe Pig in the City pod <laughs> another night. So, That'll do, Max. That'll do. Oh, good job, Noah. So we can introduce the uh, the next couple we've got here. Adam and Kathy are the people hosting the other people this week. And we have Adam has to come out and save Babe and Bondi's car with their car and just like hooks up like a fire hose. Chuck Knight in America No, no, style. no. no, 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 no. <laughs> it's called a winch. It looked like a fire hose. It's called <laughs> a winch. Chris, you are, have now been exposed to Chuck Knight in America. You've got to get your truck terminology is like but it wasn't a truck it was an suv but maybe in australia a winch is called a fire hose okay i have a question (laughs) whose first introduction to the concept of the winch was jurassic park the lost world it was in jurassic park there was a winch maybe (laughs) stop derailing us there you go Uh, you don't really get one about them is and since they own the property we're gonna get to see their style a little bit just expressed through their thing and what's interesting is that uh, this particular property has a pool, which we'll get into later, yeah. but specifically doesn't have a fence around it, which turns out to be somewhat controversial. And their approach to it is, that's fine. You want to stay in this place because you're out in the middle of nowhere. Don't worry about it. We'll take the responsibility for the kids drowning. And so just to paint a little picture of, of these guys. Yeah. Uh, so it feels like Australia. They're very <laughs> kickback, like just have a good time, disconnect well, from the world. I don't think we get a whole great sense of who they are in this episode because they're all they're not in it a lot yeah right we'll, we'll uh, learn more yeah. be, no but at the beginning they did do a profile of them yeah yeah, yeah. i mean but we like, got it's, it's somewhat review. we are taking what their house style is and extrapolating that to be like that's the kind of people they are i feel like that's the point of the show to a degree right yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. all right next couple we've got is mark and janine Ooh, mark and uh, janine mark is the one with the mullet oh yes, yes. if that helps you they're like just kind of like older couple trying to have fun. Like they definitely high school sweethearts, I believe, is what they were labeled as yes. in the yeah. uh, show. I said this during the show to Rob, but but these just seem like really down to earth, just mm. kind of very grounded people. Just really, I don't know, just seem like very like reasonable. Like aside from the mullet, maybe. But like I don't know, you know, maybe that's cool. Where, where uh, I doubt it. But like <laughs> but, they just seem like they're like, oh yeah, that play, you know, like very. Even kill like, like I, I think the point out about them is so a lot of these other couples had an insane amount of luggage for staying one night. Mark and Jeanette have one bag each, which seems very reasonable. Well, <laughs> right. they're rolling for place to place to place here. They're not staying one night, are they? Yeah, but we don't still, know. It's uh, like still. four or five nights. What like? No, no, no yeah, you're right. I've gone to a whole other country babe. for two weeks on a go with a single suitcase. Like Babe and Bondi definitely had like 10 suitcases, and I don't know why. And it's nuts that they take all 10 in, even if you were like... You probably have a few in the car. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the producers probably like... Because like even when they drove up the driveway, they happened to all arrive at the same time. Yeah, I mean, right. So obviously, like, there's a little bit of structuring, you know. Yeah. Well, it is a show. They could also right. been, hey, this is what time check-in is. You should try to get there around there so we can film the show. <laughs> it's okay. Anyways, one Bondi minutia I wanted to, I realized I forgot was like, Babe and Bondi live near Bondi Beach. So imagine like oh, James yeah. was called South. Because he he grew up near South Beach. Like, <laughs> I mean, th- being named Bondi on my Bondi South Beach. James. <laughs> I mean, you're just South. 
<laughs> just south. <laughs> well, there's West. There's what am I, Bondi what am I, Beach. Kid? Yeah. Like, what's oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> West is you know, it's a name. South could be a name. Or he's just Southwest. <laughs> I mean, that's Kanye's kid, right? North. Yes. Yeah. But All he's right. south. <laughs> 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 All right. Next couple we've got is uh, Sam and James. The the and, so actually, I, I do want to just say one thing on the mark. Like we really have to think of each couple as typecasted, right? Yeah, so Mark and Janine is the old couple, we, which we we didn't mention, and unfair I said, or I not, said, I said that they were older. Oh, you did. Sorry. All right, uh, and then you're going to the hot couple. Yeah. Well, we're going to the newlyweds, and yeah, I think on your point to say that they're they're typecasted, like you like cast people for a show. You're like, okay, we're gonna have the old couple. This is our old couple. They're old. They act old. They're like they're not like playing a part they were they were cast as these people true uh no i i feel like you could i don't think these people are good enough acting to act anything other than themselves right no they're they're being themselves but that's a producer choice right they could have brought in a bunch of people that are all yeah that's what i'm telling you but like chris's point is just it's not like they're acting the part the producers just found people to fit certain things but the people are being genuine of this is who they are totally agree yeah so brent or no sam and james newlyweds they're like a little prudish a little it seems a little why bit. do you say that well they were like so they were saying the master suite which well we got to get into well, we'll but get the, into it but there's like she's like well if you know, Sam gives me a kiss in the like. Wait, wait in what this kind bed. of kiss? I, I, I forget. A romantic. A kiss. romantic oh. kiss. Was that a? What, it, what does that mean to you? <laughs> was that uh, a euphemism? I think so. I think romantic that it's some Australian kiss. slang. It's <laughs> <laughs> a romantic kiss. People can see us, which we have to get into. It seemed she seemed a little like taken aback from the situation. Well, well, we'll get back to that yeah, when we yeah, get we'll more get, to the master yeah. suite. Yeah, so it seemed the, like the more conservative couple, you know, younger, re- looks, you know, they're pretty hot. Like, like they're, they're perfect, definitely they're, good looking. It was they're they're very they were younger, and they were the first ones to go to bed, which was kind of, you know, not yeah. as stereotypical kind of thing. No, the way they got the couples on, though, it's kind of interesting. Like, the old couple, they seem like they could probably party down. Oh, yeah. Right? The, the young couple. They are, the freakier they are. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> you know... <laughs> <laughs> it, it is true and then the the couple you're yet yet to announce uh yeah, the, the gay couple. couple they seem like in between i feel like they can float where they want to float um what does that mean <laughs> i so on the on the spectrum of well, well, party well, hard yep. or we're gonna take it easy for tonight they seem like they can go where they want where does the stick man right on this what's the stick man we're right. off in the weeds, but we're who's going. The last we're going to the last couple here, Brent and Leroy. Oh, buddy! These. This is the. They were the snobby couple in the fussy, sh- fussy, fussy. They were also gay, and Leroy was wearing a popped purple. <laughs> purple. <laughs> can't even say. A, sh- a purple shirt with a popped a collar. Is what you're I was to just say. like trying to purple get to the pop collar piece. Collar. Purple popped collar is Chris's like crutch purple word. Try give me, give me a purple, purple popped, popped collar. collar. There you got yeah, it. I got purple it. pop pips. And uh, yeah, and I just that's all I could say about them. There's, just there's every time when they're like going to the confessionals, I can't see anything with this pop collar. 
on this like really bright shirt. I think there's yep. one piece of minutiae with these guys that really sums it up. These are the guests that show up to their Airbnb or hotel with their own pillows. Yeah. Oh, yes. Like, that is the takeaway from that. I don't want that polyester pillow. I got to have... Max, you got to <laughs> sit up. What are you doing? I, I do got to say, though, and this might go... A little, the minutia might cut deep. So one of them was an interior designer. It would have been nice to hear more deep cuts from sure. them. Because this place was very poorly decorated. Not not like they had poor taste. They actually just didn't do anything. So you had a lot of bare white walls. And I think it would have been interesting to hear from them, like, here's how I would do this place, which they did not bring to the show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we sh- as we get into the mo- let's talk about this house. Let's, let's do show about this house. house. So they're in the middle of nowhere. Oh, yeah. So like Humpty it's Jew. just the house. I think they've got Humpty like five Jew. acres. They've got more than five acres. They have because... twenty acres. Oh, they have twenty. Yes. So <laughs> <laughs> this place sleeps. So it has five bedrooms. Yes. Sleeps eight. Yes. Four uh, beds. <laughs> four so beds. Five baths. bedrooms. Four beds. So there's a there's a bedroom without a bed, which is <laughs> a little interesting. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, it, it makes no sense. I don't, I don't get it at all. It's also like three separate structures. Yes, there's like the master suite. There's the, like the regular core of the house, and then there's like a pod of bedrooms. Yep. Yes, and, and there's and they're sort of in like a perimeter yeah, yeah, setup, yeah. right, surrounding the pool. You know, yeah. all overlooking so the, it. It's kind of. I, I think the building layout is kind of interesting with this place. Actually, it definitely. I mean, that wouldn't be a negative. Yeah, it's just something interesting to know. It, it is odd. I, I I do say though, um, having uh, I'm not saying that. Uh, so <laughs> there are <laughs> vacation like houses that are set up in similar ways, where they try to maximize the amount of bedrooms because they know they're in an area where a lot of people want to stay in the house. Right. What I find odd though is that the they actually have a master bedroom. Yeah, you're just trying to, to mat. You're trying to max out the bedroom area, right? So it's yeah. like you get twenty people staying. This, this one feels like the escape potentially for um, some parents that have you know two, three kids or four kids or something. No, no, we'll, we'll get back to it because I know why you're shaking your head. No, well, I'm curious why you think that is. But, but like, just if you looked at the property layout, it's very much like, hey, the parents have their own place on the other side of the property, and yeah. like, there's these three bedrooms all next to each other. So, like, you got this nice separation, whatever. Sure. So, why do you shake your head no? Having experienced, uh, so specifically, what I was not going to bring up, but whatever, uh, in the Hamptons, like, so from Long Island, uh, if you look at rentals out there, they are similarly set up. Mm-hmm. Where actually, there is like a master bedroom, and there's like a, just a shit ton of small bedrooms because they're trying to get in people. Like, just from what I've seen in my little worldview, yeah, yeah, it is not uncommon for a vacation house like that. Noah, are you I, saying you have a house in the Hamptons? I have four. We're going to the Hampton to the Hamptons. Yeah, but I, I feel to see like how that's different. So, like, I'm not arguing that they have the extra bedrooms there for that reason, but like, just like I'm just saying that if somebody that looking at this could be like, oh, I like that separation. Well, I like, think that there's just like this thing you're looking at online reservations. And you're looking, oh, that's a great master bedroom. Oh, it's got, it'll yeah. sleep eight people. Great. We can like, you know, it'll sleep enough people for whatever you want. And it like looks good in photos. Yeah. That's mm. all that matters in this thing. 
that that's probably true. My only argument is like I, I don't know why vacation houses are designed this way because it doesn't make sense to me. Because in your argument, there was uh, parents with kids. It's like that's a lot of kids they got to have to be able to furnish a house. And if they if they have that many kids, they can't afford this type of house. Oh yeah, Dude, right. Like that's like a whole right no- a whole another thing. So that's why like the people that are gonna get this is people with a lot of friends. They're going there as a big group. Then you're just fighting over the master bedroom, which no one to get into, which is why it makes sense to not even have the master bedroom. Right. I, that's I totally why, agree with yeah. you once you get to the price, but oh, we hadn't right. mentioned it this yet. This is a lot of minutiae going on right now about something we don't know. So minutiae price, $1,000 a night during prime season for this house. Australian dollars. Australian dollars. Key fact that we learned, because I had this similar reaction, but we looked it up. It's, it's still, about 700 bucks. It's US, still pretty expensive. If you convert it. So roughly a $700-ish USD price per night for eight people. Yeah, for but eight like, people in the middle of nowhere. Pretty hot. Well, for, for up to eight people. Depends who's in your bed. Yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how you sleep eight people in this place. Very but, premium. Uh, well, there's yeah. four beds. I mean, no, there was four bedrooms. There were eight people staying in the place <laughs> <Yes>. of the show. <laughs> well, actually, yeah. So where? Oh, that last bedroom is that? Well, it's just all is couples. That the guest together. quarter, or like, what did they? The granny quarters, or the granny shed, or whatever they what? called it. Oh, yeah, the so fifth bedroom. The, yeah, well, because the, the, there was four beds. Yeah. We clearly <laughs> went over the master bedroom hut building, <laughs> and there's a separate building which they called like the bedroom dorm, yeah. which only had three bedrooms. So that's four. So where's the? No, fifth? no, no. There no. was four there. There just wasn't a fourth bed. In there. Okay. There was a fifth room there, but then yeah. since you brought it up, we should say. They have what they call a granny suite, which is like a separate outbuilding. That that's where the people that actually owned the place stayed, and while everyone else was staying there, so they were actually on the property, just off to the side. But they that's had no bed in it. No, they do have a bed. That's not <laughs> part of the property you rent. Yeah. Which makes no- <laughs> there, so. No, 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 we're not talking no, about no. the fifth bedroom. We're talking about there's another building that they didn't rent. Uh, sh- sure. That yeah. people that right. what were their names uh, Adam and Kathy were and actually Kathy, staying. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but to just make sure everyone understands on the who are listening, they posted this place as five bedrooms, four beds. Right. Which it's so weird. Still has us confused. Well, there's a <laughs> What's room. What's that last bedroom? There's a room a in the pod that doesn't have a bed in it, and that's not the granny that's separate, right? What does that room function as? Nothing. We didn't see. They're, they're, they don't have enough money to put a bed in there yet, <laughs> is what I've gathered. <laughs> I thought they were going to, like, one thing I was looking forward to in the show is, like, you know, what are the interesting aspects or elements maybe they have in this house? And, you know, sometimes when I hear potentially there's an extra room, that maybe it's a game room, it's a, some kind of TV or entertainment room, it's some sort of niche thing, maybe it's a bar, I, you know, I don't know. But I thought that that was going to be some element of, like, oh, that's neat, this house has a what whatever room. But right. that never happened. That did never happen. Yeah. Nope. So the big key for this house is like all of these three buildings are like kind of in an alcove with a pool in the center. Yes. And this pool is pretty nice. It's definitely it's the only pool. reason you ever book it's this nice place pool. is this pool. And as we need to get into with this pool is that it does not have a fence around it. And the people that own this house have kids. So like they're the kids are constantly in danger. Of falling into this pool. There's a fucking playground right next to this pool. <laughs> that is true. So it is nuts, like to not have a fence around this pool. I like that the host brings up. Isn't it the law you have to have a fence? They're like, not if your property is over five acres. Insane. <laughs> <laughs> They've dealt with this. That's yeah. such a weird law. I mean, lots of laws are weird like that. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, it's they're basically just, just saying, "Hey, you're on a plot of land that's big enough; you can do what you want." There's well, no, there's less amount of risk 
to neighbors and other people yeah. in the vicinity. Yeah, it sounds. I mean, sense. one of the risks of why that rule exists is that <laughs> I, somebody yeah, yeah. will come onto your property and drown in your pool while you're not there, right, paying right. attention to it. Whereas, like, there's no risk of that if you have five, if you have enough land where that's not like that's not a problem. But I agree with you; it's dumb. They should definitely have a fence around this pool. I can. I can't imagine. Good, right, is good. <laughs> what the, the photos? It wouldn't look the same. Well, now what you do is you have photos without the fence. Then you install the fence. That's some false advertising. Oh, yeah. Good call, Rob. Good call. That's going to affect your rating. I feel like this is going to affect your rating without the fence regardless. You got to get a tasteful fence. I think Chris is on something. I actually think if they had the fence, then people with kids might actually consider the place. Yeah, there's no way. Because now you're ruling those people out. Hmm. Well, I mean. For the most part, probably. as minutia as minutia can get here, it's like there's no way I book this place. It's a thousand dollars. Like it's nuts. Where are your way- kids gonna swim, Chris? It's just so expensive. There's nothing to do in this town. Like I guess we we'll get to that. Let's get to that. Let's get to that. So like the there's two things that they do outside of this house. In Humpty Doo. In Humpty Doo, they go on a flying crocodile, like Jumping, nope. but yeah. Jumping <laughs> crocodile. <laughs> talk about, let's talk about flying crocodiles. Uh, I wrote it down. Have but, you heard the uh, Australian saying when crocs fly? No. Like the shoes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jumping crocodile cruise. Mm. And they have, then they go to this bar called the Humpty Doo Hotel, which is not a hotel. It's a dive bar. And like, this is like the one of the dive. It's like a, it's almost, a divey the, dive bar. Yeah. The host descri- they asked the host to describe this in the confessional, right? So, how would you describe this place that you recommend? And he goes, you know, this is not in. I'm not trying to do that, but like, it's just unique. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do with that when yeah. the only thing you can describe it as unique. I, I feel like they were there for a while, and oh, they yeah. couldn't get much footage to put on TV. Yeah, they uh, the, like, only, the best like, bit they yeah. had was that yeah. they had to go over on the show that this establishment had just recently put in a a policy that required people to wear shirts, and there, there was a Amazing. segment on this. <laughs> this is like a biker bar, essentially yeah. biker dive yeah. bar. So, yeah, yeah. Like, there's just a lot of dudes with beards and like leather this vests. Is just like with an no older crowd. Like the funniest thing about this is, it's. A zero out of ten on the Adam and Kathy scale. They seem very button-up kids, and this is like a biker bar. Yeah, because there's nothing to do. They're like, well, yeah. there's this bar that some people go to. Uh, we don't go to it. We're where, just... where they eat crocodile burgers. <laughs> yeah, so like on that note, like they like get to this hotel, and they're looking at like this book of like stuff of the you get when you go to an Airbnb sometimes, and they're like, Oh, these are the rules. And then there was like things to do. And it was like, read a book, drink in the pool, hang out. And you're like, why did I come here? Like, there's like certain places you go to for something like that. But like, and there's, I guess, certain times you want to, but usually they're not super expensive. Yeah. This place is definitely much more about the seclusion. uh, And yeah, just kind of being out there. But the price, which ultimately comes up in the uh, reviews, which we should really dig into on that. I, ha- I really I like the, the way I have that the show does that. Down. I have them. Uh, but yeah, that 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 turns out to be a big like big factor, right? Um, sure. Yeah. 
let's see, there was the the four the four factors which they judge, which was the house, right? Mm-hmm. Just you know, critiquing the house, uh, the location and attractions. Then, how well did you get a night's sleep? Yep. How, how was your nights of sleeping? And then the value for money. And so ultimately, they got to use those four aspects and give it a rating. This and is what I don't understand about the ratings, guys. Give it to me. Is they give one number, but there's four criteria. You can give me four numbers. Like, I like I don't understand you what want a the six naked and afraid, me- like your overall rating was blah, because, you know, your survivability yeah. was six and your, you know, whatever. I forget the other things they mentioned <laughs> yeah. in that show, but you know what I'm saying. So, so I will, we'll get into the ratings. I have some other minutia, but we'll go back to those. Babe and Bondi oh, yeah. give this place... A seven? Yeah. A seven. But like, they were mostly complaining about it, and I have no idea where they got that number. Yeah, that was very surprising. Like, all the numbers are kind of surprising, because it was mostly complaints about there's nothing to do, it's very plain. Well, M- Mark was not complaining. Mark seemed yeah, very... Mark was in his elements. But then Mark gave it a six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mark and Janine, six. Sam and James, five. Hard. Uh, lowest rating. Uh, Brent and Leroy a six. And I guess we didn't get it. We'll have to get back to this. They have like a professional oh, yes. th- that comes through. A sort of Dr. Pepper type. Yeah. Uh, so they got a seven from the judge. Yep. Which seems high. Yeah. These Very are like high. definitely grade school ratings. Like a 10 would be an A. Nine would be like an A minus. An eight is a B. A seven is a C. A six is a D. And yeah, the five is an it, it was very odd because the way they cut the episode, you only really heard negative things about the place. So they go, they come in and say the pool's amazing. Then after that, they're just shitting on everything about yeah. this place. There's a lot of shade. There's a lot of like, yeah. oh, these crocodiles, they're doing, they're boring. Like I got, we got crocodiles in my place, you know? Yeah, we actually left off a piece of minutia. So yeah, yeah, there's a lot. There's more minutia to uh, go through. I have some. Uh, yeah, okay. So like, yeah, they um, one thing they do, which is nice in Airbnbs, they give them a little gift package on the beds, and they wanted to put some local stuff in there. And supposedly in uh, Humpty Doo or the Northern Territory, uh, the local soap is ass wash. It's just a local soup. I don't think it's all local soup. Yeah, yeah. No. There's just one that's that like, is that is fair. Uh, they probably have more than one soap. <laughs> I, I like to imagine it's the local soap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, looking at that biker bar, definitely could be at, at the border of the Northern Territory. They confiscate all your other soap. To and be like, fair, it's having ash, it's ass wash. Hey, here's the yeah. thing: when you've been out seeing jumping crocodiles all day, going to that biker bar, and you need to clean your butt, what you need <laughs> ass wash. So, Sponsored by yeah. ass wash. <laughs> do, you, do you think the ass wash to get real deep into minutia is for the cheeks or the crack? Oh no, I think it's for the hair. It's Ooh. for donkey. What? What's that? Donkey. Oh Shrek. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh man. So you know Roll the back. thing about the soap is is that everyone was really kind of shitting on it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> but but just like, you know, being like, oh, this is dumb or whatever. But I actually thought it was kind of neat. Like, Not if I went to some place and they had like a funny like little soap, like, ah, whatever. That's kind of funny. Like, that's, that's good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I think the ass wash goes over well, but you need to make sure the guest understands the context. Right. It was this random ass soap that's called ass wash. You're like, what? what? Well, but it's like, oh, local goodies? Oh, cool. Well, some of, some of the couples thought it was funny and some of them did not. Yeah, I think I don't Mark rem- was into it. I don't it. remember. Mark was definitely one. into it. 
Yeah, but, but for I, sure. But they didn't provide the context that it was local, right? I think it's like, hey, right? Check, 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 check this out. You know, I I, I want to go back to the rating series. I, I want to know how the ratings are going to work out through all this show. Like, it's very, it's so subject. Like, I just don't understand why they didn't rate by the four categories. I just don't understand it. It's yep. a terrible rating. It's also system. like there's a thing about like how do they prevent like. If you're smart in gaming it, you should rank everyone a one because that's going to help your rating, right? Like, right. How do they quality control? Like, just on the honor system, or like you're what? hitting, you're 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 scratching the edge, which I wanted to really get into, which is now that people know. So previous, they didn't know how the ratings were going to yeah. work, but now that it's been exposed, there's definitely a game element to as oh, yeah. you go into the rest of the houses. But I, I feel like this is also part of the like casting is like, okay, you're gonna find people that aren't gonna be insane. Like, they're just, you know, gonna be regular people and not be dicks about it. I disagree. Once you put the people in the gaming environment I mean there is a competition there is like a winner. Right. So like yeah. if there was no winner here, it would just be like, Okay, you're the best Airbnb. Like obviously you wanna have the best Airbnb, but like I I that is definitely something you gotta like. As the producer, you gotta make sure that they're like not doing that. Yeah, I, I think people are just gonna play out like they're people, right? They're gonna. I don't think. I think compete. that they all realize that they're also gonna be on TV. They can't be like dicks. Could be. And they're also advertising the Airbnb. They're not gonna be like, well, you cheated these other Airbnbs, so I'm not going to give you your Airbnb. Like, there's definitely a factor there. I, mean, I really want to know if there's gonna be some kind of alliance that forms. Ooh. So there's another rating, so. though. So what, what you find out as a little twist is okay. there are three ratings. So oh. the contestants rate each other. The expert rates the host, like the, the people who have the Airbnb. The third rating, the host rates the guests. And like, you're calling this a twist, but like it was really <laughs> funny the way they introed it of like the they were telling the hosts you're going to rate the guests. Like, I can't believe I'm rating the guests. I guess we do that on every actual Airbnb first we get. I can't believe we're like, why is this Yeah, so that is fair. It is part of every, every Airbnb transaction. But it's not very normal for a reality show. <laughs> this whole thing is not normal for a reality show. Yeah. So uh, on that note, um, someone on the pod brought up, this actually is a reality show template. Yes. I mean, there's definitely other shows like this. Well, I mean, like what? There's... I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Max. Should we get into this? <laughs> I mean, it's... Name I don't... one other show where each episode focuses on one team. Uh, four in a Bed is this exact show. Never it, seen it. It's a UK show. <laughs> Sounds like bullshit. But around <laughs> actual bed and breakfasts and not Airbnb. But the same exact... Yeah, it's the same thing. Okay, cool. So Chris cool. went to the UK, whatever that was, oh, yeah. and told us about the show that we couldn't figure out how to get. Oh. And then this, this Instant Hotel came recommended from Emmy and Courtney, who've been on the pod. And when they're describing it to me, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is four in a bed. This is the show Chris <laughs> wanted to do. It's the Australian version. We got to do it sometime. And now yeah. season two just came out. So it's like, oh, it's a great time to, to yeah, fire it up. Definitely. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm definitely curious to see how these ratings. I, I've also seen a show. Sammy so used to watch a show called Four Weddings, and it's it's all done in one episode. But basically, four brides go to each other's weddings, and but it's the same thing of they have to judge each other's weddings. And I'm just like, why aren't you gaming and like how this works? Because whoever gets the highest score 
gets their honeymoon paid for or something. Ooh. And then I saw a couple ones. It's clearly like whoever just spends the most on their wedding usually wins. And it's like, oh, that seems like. Curious, though, on that one, how do you game it? Well, it's the same thing of like you are rating the other people you went to. So same thing of like if you purposely try to give a lower rating to everyone else and they don't Mm. do that to you, you're going to have a better rating. I'm surprised they don't hold the ratings like you write on a piece of paper you lock it in a box right then it gets revealed at the end some grand poobah type thing i think on four weddings that might be how it works but i don't it's been a while just in general like if this is like a show template right because then you remove the we could put four weddings on the queue if you want Ooh, yeah Uh, yeah i don't i don't i don't know what how to not game how to prevent people from gaming. I just yeah, gave you a solution. Just no. Putting in a box doesn't solve the problem. You just give everyone a one and like, oh, it's in a box now. Oh, like the fact that people know that you gave them a one would actually prevent you from doing it. We should do a uh a combination podcast with an economics podcast <laughs> to do do some game theory yeah, on this. Ga- yeah. This is legit game theory. There's right? definitely some like you I definitely think, do a spinoff just on the game theory element and like the design of the shows. There's yeah. definitely like, okay, you give this this place a five and they know you gave them a five. They like gave you a five. Right. So then when you go to their place, you're like, oh, these people are dicks. They gave me a five. But if they give you a one, like, oh, well, I'm they just going to give them a fucking one because like, fuck them. They should like, not yes. reveal the scores. I don't know if they, they didn't reveal individual. They just gave them. So at the end, they know that out of... They got 24 out of maximum 40 points. Yes. They don't know individually who gave what. Right. If Except for the expert. Is there any economist listening to this? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can tweet us or Facebook I, us or email us. Definitely would like to know like, if there's any of these type of shows where somebody did actually do that. The, the other thing that I found interesting is that before they revealed the number ratings, they uh, also wrote in freeform response to uh, basically the critique of the review, right? Written yeah. description. And so like the host is reading the written descriptions to the from the guest to the host, and that part's pretty great. Some of, You could definitely pick up on a little bit of who you might think it's coming from at that point, and I, I thought they revealed it. No, they, they definitely say, this is what so-and-so said. Okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. But they didn't reveal the, the rating. Right, so you don't know the score, you just know what they said about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, yeah. Some other minutiae that we kind of skip by sure is the master bedroom we have to talk more about the master this was in my mind so the master bedroom is just like a glass it's imagine the apple campus just this (laughs) glass building (laughs) with a bed in the middle and like behind the bed there's like half a wall and behind that is the is like the bathroom there's still glass. It's all glass. You could see through everything. You could look into the bathroom. You can see into the bed. Like you there's, can see everything. There's nice windows on Sounds both sides great. of the shower with no blinds. Yeah, it is nuts. I can't like I feel like you lose a whole letter grade right there by having that bathroom with no way to prevent people from walking by and seeing what's in there. That was the thing. Like they went every, when they first got there, they all went and looked at all the places. Everyone was like, oh, this master bedroom's really nice. They went to the bathroom, we're like, uh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was a mini game element here, which is the guests getting together and deciding who gets to sleep in the master bedroom. Yeah. And that they also discussed, well, there's only one master bedroom in all these places. So what's the rotation look like? How are we gonna 
even this out. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the newlywed couple was the one that didn't even go over to the master bedroom yet. They got I, stuck in there because nobody else wanted uh, this master yeah, bedroom, yeah, I'm definitely. pretty sure. Once they saw the naked shower, they're like, I'm out. Yeah. yeah. It, one piece of deep minutia, only <laughs> the shower had windows around it. The toilet did not. Oh. It's a whole new segment. That's the a deep minutia. <laughs> It's a critical like detail. Like, like look, you're pooping and people are like coming by and watching versus showering. Like, right? like, at some point, they saw the guy yeah. in the shower, and I was like, "Did this guy just like let the cameras film him naked <laughs> right. in the shower?" But you had he showered with his like swimsuit on. Yeah. Oh, what have we learned? There it is. Noah said it. Say, Say it. it once more. Bathers. <laughs> They're bathers on. Come on. My, my mistake. Not the not the swimsuit. <laughs> the bather. <laughs> <laughs> the people weren't bathers; they were wearing bathers. Do we want? Uh, more oh, that's why they called bathers. Australian slang for uh, bathing suits. Please do. Uh, are you familiar with Justin Bailey? No, no. There is a cheat code for Metroid One for the Nintendo Entertainment System called "Just in Bailey." Bailey means swimsuit, and it makes your main character. Who's normally in like a spacesuit, just be in a lady swimsuit. Welcome to the Max Corner. I think that is the definition of deep minutia. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Australian uh, slang for bathing suits. So another couple things about this master bedroom is that they have black sheets. Mm. The, Who the uh, fuck chooses black <laughs> sheets? The uh, so as the Ju- Dr Pepper of yeah. hospitality well, would Juliet tell us, Juliet Ashworth. AKA oh, Dr. dropping Pepper the name yeah. of hospitality. Yeah, was not a fan. She was like, golden rule of hotels, white sheets. You want to feel clean. There's black sheets not feeling clean. That That's how that works. Do you really not feel clean if your sheets are black? I, I don't I, I, I can see that. There's definitely a psychological thing there, probably, but I wouldn't be like, I don't think I would recognize it. It would be more of like a, like internal, just automatic not even notice I, th- I think it's also separate from when it's your own sheets in your own bed versus you are a guest going mm. somewhere and so from the hospitality angle it's you're a guest you don't know if things but like if it's all white it's much more clear if things are clean or not mm-hmm. versus if things are very dark and like dimly lit and etc sure. so i think that's where that's coming Got from it. like as a guest you need to get that black light out right mm-hmm. black sheets like i don't know what's going on in this master bedroom in a fishbowl so <laughs> Where everyone can see everything you do. There is no privacy. See those uh, romantic kisses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the other minor minutiae is like, so they get back this from this biker bar. Oh, yeah. And the the woman is just like, I didn't drink enough. I'm kind of, I'm just done. No, I'm going to go to no, bed. No, no, she drank enough. No, she didn't drink enough water. water. Yeah, 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 yeah. She yeah, didn't yeah. drink enough. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. She's going to bed and they go into this master bedroom and it's just filled with bugs, like literally full of bugs. How many bugs? 2,000 million <laughs> bugs. Correct. <laughs> that I was gonna say, that I is like, the oh. definition of deep minutia. She nah, was on to something with 2,000. 2,000 would, I think, been a realistic estimate, actually. Because there were a lot of very small, like tiny bugs, but like, you know, flies and gnats, mosquitoes, like these types of bugs, right? I feel like 2,000 would have been a guess, but then <laughs> I almost wonder if the producers would be like, like, stretch, like, come on, give me something. We're on TV here. It's still oh. unclear, though. So they supposedly shut their door. Yeah, well, bugs get in, and 
all the other people on the show are like, well, you left your lights on, which I, I get bugs are attracted to lights. But if you shut your room properly, why are there bugs getting in and you still don't ding them more heavily on a rating? Because well, I mean, they gave them the lowest rating. They did. So, But I would have given them like a one. If like, I can't keep bugs out of my room well, in a bug infested place. There's, 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 I think there's something going on here. So like mm. all the people left to go on this crocodile adventure, you know, thing. Flying crocodile. But these fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what happened. The well, lights on. But then the Juliet like thing came through after they left. Do you think Dr. Pepper turned the lights on? Oh. So like, it's not clear that they are the ones that left the lights on. Or a door, or door open, open. Or a window open. You don't know. Right. Like, okay. I don't think that, okay. like, if they left the lights on, like, the producers probably could have gone and turned them off or turned them on for whatever. Like, it seemed like they were on for shots. Like, they were getting these shots and they wanted the light for these shots. So really do you think really the producers th- set it up? I or don't they think, just forgot and they I left just, the door open. I don't think the producers set up the bug thing. The producers went open the door <laughs> and then right before they got <laughs> yeah. back, they closed it again. And you're like, oh, I don't know what like, happened. No, in the reality, like, that's like a real bad thing if you have a place that has yeah. bugs everywhere, this, right? Th- I was surprised at the five. Like, they get yeah. them a five, I'm like, I definitely would have given them much lower for a bunch of bugs in my bed. Right. Th- that's also why I, I don't think that they were blaming the bugs on the people per se. They they would just realize, like, oh, there's a lot of bugs. But like it seemed like they were they had recognized that they had done something. Like they hadn't closed the door enough, they left the door open too long, etc. And they had letting bugs in. And so they're like, Oh shit, now we got all these but bugs here. That sucks. But like it yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I didn't get the perspective of like, oh hey, we had everything closed and all these bugs just showed up out of nowhere. Because the other people didn't have this problem, right? So like that it, again, I think that they they left the door open too long when they went to get a drink or the pool or whatever, and now that's infested with bugs. Even a place where it's shut down, like when uh, I, I was in Bali, like or a place that are like really tropical like that, like they have the the nets over the bed, right? And so it captures it. I, I think one thing if the show was a bit better at like critical feedback and like. Hey, let's get like this to be constructed. This is, I mean, as we we talked about the ratings already, it's just like does it would make way more sense to be like, oh, like going into like all these different little things of being like, why I critique this in a certain way. That'd be great. Just like, nope, five, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Even though, like all we saw was the negative aspects of this show of this house, really, and not really any of the positives. So you don't yeah. have like no context for what the rate like what you're feeling about it, really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we saw some positive. Like we saw the pool. We saw like no, there's no, like I the mean, minimalist like, thing, which is could be good or bad depending on you look at it. But that's about it. Yeah, we got some positive stuff, but not like a lot of you know right. more negative. I I felt like the scores would have been more. I negative mean, about it. we were getting into like old Leroy was just a constant stream of negativity <laughs> in his pop collar. Mm-hmm. Just hating constantly. Polyester pillows. Polyester pillows. Crazy. Uh, Thank I, God we brought our own pillows because this yeah. would have been terrible. And they're like talking with me like, we got a good night's sleep because we brought our own pillows. <laughs> but hey, if you need a good pillow like or whatever, if, you have, if you're particular about a pillow, then bring your pillow. Like, eh, Yeah, they, they had like six pieces 
pieces of luggage. Right, like, at least. And one or two of them were just the pillows. I think the pillows fit in one, but, like, there was one that was just the the pillows. But, like, you can't be giving that person an Airbnb rating based on, like, the fact that they didn't have your particular custom pillow. Definitely not, no. So, like, but I think, you know, they did, like. if you're a fussy couple. (laughs) (laughs) You can detract for, like, having shitty pillows. Oh, shitty pillows, sure. But it seemed like the pillows they had looked fine. I mean, I look at that price, and then I look at that pillow, and I'm like, okay. That, That was the kind of thing of, like, they're, like. For the fact that the price is pretty high, the stuff is just not quite good enough. Like, that, you like have it should be more lux- like yeah. more luxurious pillows, more luxurious chairs. If you're going to charge like a premium price, like this. I, think, I think that's right. It's that whole value for money aspect of the rating scale, which they totally teed up and never they just threw it out the window. Yeah. But like they should have been like, oh, the reason these people, you know, yeah. like I, oh, they're low on the value for money, and if you bring that price point down to match the caliber of furniture you have and et cetera. They kept bringing up the price of the place without comparing it to other comparative places, which I felt was Well, it's just like in, in their mind, they are comparing it to their own instant hotels we haven't seen yet. Mm. But in different so areas some, of Australia. Well, yeah. some, somewhat of a fact of like, the fact that we've only seen one episode, we haven't seen the others, like, like, what if they're all $1,000? And it seems like they're not based on their reactions. You, you need the John Taffer to be like, okay, I've done the research <laughs> yeah. in this area for this yeah. amount of square footage and this amount of beds you're looking at. Bam. This is we, the average prices. Who was the expert? Yeah. Uh, Just call Juliet. her Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper Julie, Dr. of Pepper. hospitality. Like, Julie. If, Julia. If, if she was a John Taffer type, I, I think we'd be having a... a it's b- a, di- much it's a different show. show. Yeah. She missed She missed the mark. She should have gave us that fact. There's a raccoon in your hotel. <laughs> <laughs> she came in strong, and you thought, like, and, but then she just kind of yeah, it's, out of her, it. Her rating was absolutely very weird. Yeah. Like, a seven, and then she's like, it's dirty in here. It shouldn't be dirty. Where is the, there's no art. These, like, this is, like, black leather, like, furniture in this fucking heat. Well, like, the, who the, wants that? The inside and, like, of the- and you gave them a seven? Like, what? I would have predicted her guest more in the four to three kind of range based off the things yeah. she said yeah because she didn't say very anything positive she said that the no. pool's nice she she liked the pool and she liked the opening of the master bedroom but she was concerned about the danger of the pool right like, oh yeah she, she didn't seem conf- comforted by the well if it's more than five acres you don't need a fence She's like ah, I, don't, I don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> that is not sound right uh yeah that was the most confounding thing is yeah. like you didn't they, no one explained their ratings really and that's very yeah. detracting from the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess other minor minutia is like after they go from the bar back to the pool, they're like drinking in the pool and like Which what, is encouraged per it the It is rules. encouraged per the rules. Yes. And the reason the rating for the like the the guess was an eight was because they didn't leave any glass in the pool. <laughs> Yo, yeah, so the, the host do the whole, like, walk around after checkout and whatever, and they're just like, yeah, the house looked like it was in pretty good shape. There was no broken glass in the pool. There was no, like... <laughs> I mean, as That's they... That's the bar. I'm like, that was all the bar was, was don't destroy the house. Yeah, I mean, as they were walking around, there was still some negativity, like, oh, they didn't take the trash out, and the one guest left late. Like, well, that we gotta get into old this. Babe in Bondi. Yeah. What time was that checkout Yeah. Time? Oh, yeah, yeah. Check out was 9 a.m., dude. 9 a.m. Pure terrible. insanity. But, like, when you're normally at this place, you're not probably up late. Like, you're not doing anything. It's, there's no there's internet. There's nothing to do. We haven't even talked about that. There's <laughs> no Wi-Fi. There's no internet of any kind. 
Yeah, you're in the middle of nowhere, you're, dude. You're right. drinking in that pool. You're drinking in the pool. But how long? Like, like once the sun goes down, <laughs> you're drinking only... in that pool all day, Rob. There's nothing right. else to do. You're just in that pool drinking. Imagine we stand at that place. We'd be drinking in that pool <laughs> all night. <laughs> There'd definitely be like multiple rounds. We'd be of doing drink. a hot tub in that pool. We'd be doing a podcast in that what pool. What game would we play in that pool? Tell me. There's a lot of toes and hoes. There's a lot of. <laughs> okay, we're moving past that. It is definitely. Uh, uh, no. So, like, we're there. It's definitely like you get up, you know, you start drinking, and then by like four, you take a nap, you wake up, you start drinking again. I think oh, yeah. you know, there's, there's no way 9 a.m. checkouts acceptable. Anyway, no. in any aspect. 9 a.m. Is, is very early. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like 11 is sort of your standard bar. No, yeah. I, I'd say 10 is respectable. 11 is Eleven's comfortable. Normal. 11 is good. You're feeling great about life at 11 a.m. Right, but out. 10 is understandable. I don't know. I've 10, only is, been, 10 feels a little early. Yeah. Nine is next level. Well, yeah, I've only ever stayed at one Airbnb where I had to be at 10. I'm like, oh, damn it. Like, I definitely was not excited about the 10. There's just something about that extra hour. You know, I, I want to leave on my terms when I want to get you up. You want to be at like a noon or a one. But like, it depends. It just depends. But I feel yeah. like 11 is very reasonable. I understand why it needs to probably be 11 it and also, not 3. <laughs> it was also feeling very weird. It was like, yeah. oh, they wake up in the morning. And they're like, oh, we got to leave. Just check out at 9 a.m. Like, do the people not know that? Like, yeah. Because Bond, Bondi is just sleeping. Like, She's yeah. like a teenager. She's like early 20s, yeah. presumably. Well, her mom just was like, trying to wake her up, but that did not go over well. No. So it seemed like the mom knew or read the rule. I'm sure it says in the rule book. I'm sure, but it, it was filmed like it was a surprise. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Like the guy comes in from this like rainstorm with the umbrella and be like, check outs in 10 minutes, guys. You guys ready? And um, I was like, we got to check out in 10 minutes. So it was out. definitely a fake surprise because they were all up and perky. And so it's like, oh, they just happen to be sitting around a breakfast table at 830 a.m. or whenever it was. 850. Like, well, that, well, before that, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like, uh, no way that's but happening. I did like that, you know, Mark and what's her name, Janine, Janine, with the reasonable amount of luggage, are, are, are like, oh, we got you in ten minutes, okay, and they just went and got ready, and they're like ready to go. Pretty well, quick. it seemed like that they were like aware it was like they needed to leave an item. They just weren't aware of the time. Because they were like not packed. Like, are there mm. any clocks? In this place? <laughs> they were definitely one of the things. Like, there's no mirrors in their rooms. So no that mirrors. was one of the feedback. We, they definitely uh, had cell phones though, because Mark had his cell phone sticking out of his shirt pocket. But there's no Wi-Fi. Ooh. Yeah, but they might have like cell service. But they know what time it is. You're in the clock middle of nowhere. Isn't it might dependent on service. Wi-Fi though. Yeah, I mean that's true. <laughs> 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 deep minutia, deep minutia. <laughs> I was like, when, we were giving, when they were giving the feedback, they brought up like the lack of privacy in the master bedroom, and the guy is just like, "Yeah, it's great. You're out in the middle of nowhere. You can just be naked." <laughs> just like, <laughs> just like steering into that curve of like, "Yeah, I, I, I just want to be." Like, this is not like a, what a honey, This is not a honeymoon suite like location. No. So like, <laughs> what like does this place need a hot tub? It's oh, got the pool. No, I don't. Dep- it seemed like it was very toasty. I don't think this place gets cold enough for a hot tub. All right. It might need like a cover over that pool so when it's raining, you oh, can be kind in the of, pool. Some kind of pergola situation? So, some sort of situation. Because if there's a wet season and you can't go into that pool, you like there's nothing. You can't I mean, do zero then things. Then it's only 500 a night. Yeah. But yeah, because you can't do anything. Just sit and watch the rain. Also, if you don't have a pergola, there's no chance we can podcast from the pool. 
So get on that. That's the Musha. All right. We need that Airbnb filter. We ready for our ratings here? I'm ready. All right, Rob. So ready. What do you got for me? I'm putting this in the top third. I think this is pretty entertaining. I'm I'm intrigued to be like, I kind of want to, like, the next, they teed up Mark is the next one. Mark was wearing, like, a Coca-Cola t-shirt by the end of it. I'm just like, I can't imagine what his instant hotel is like. I want to see it. So I, uh, I, had a, I had a good time with the show. Our and then Australian shows, I feel like we've had a good track record with, too. So I like that. James, what do you got for it? Yeah, I, I struggle exactly where to place this one. Um, but there's a lot that I like. Um, show's very entertaining. It's, it's, it's a good, good entertainment um, I liked getting into some of the people and I felt like by the end of it, they did a good job, at least with the guests kind of getting a feel for like who these folks are a bit and they, they don't seem like they're hamming it up too hard. Um, the things that I, I just didn't like though is, or, or I think they could fix a bit is, oh gosh, it, it's just that the, the vibe that as you're watching, it just seems to be so negative or focused around the negatives and, and then the ratings didn't kind of match with that. It just kind of seemed off. But I also felt like when it was happening, and I think one of the things that happened was like there was weird music at some of this and just kind of set the tone for it to be more negative than I would have liked. Um, and so anyways, I think they could just do a little bit there to tweak that. In the end, I think the show's quite good. Um, I would put it at the middle, uh, top of the middle uh, for the James rating. All right. What do you got, Max? I agree with James that this is a hard show to place, but I got enough smiles out of it that it definitely has to go into the top third. So I'm giving it a bottom of the top. Uh, it's fun. I like it. I'm going to watch more. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Noah, what do you got for us? Yeah, very similar to James and Max. Um, I'm putting in top of the middle. Oh. Uh, I-, I did enjoy the show. Uh, for this season, that is a very high watermark. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this show was watchable. It was enjoyable. But the reason why I'm keeping it out of the top is there's too many opportunities to get in some really interesting TV on design choices, why these Airbnb experts would do certain things differently, the hotel expert would do more things differently, and I think if they did that, it would get into the top. But because they didn't do it, it's a top of the middle, um, where solid show to watch, but there's opportunity to improve. Sure. Um, I also am kind of wishy-washy on middle or top third here i think the show's too long i think it has pacing issues it's overly negative but in general i like this format i think that like it it is an interesting tweak to just like it's interesting to see these people do this so i'm gonna i'm gonna put it out there in the top third but i think that like it has problems and i think that you know if you if you cut this to 30 minutes or like 20 minutes, like I'd be way more interested. Or if you did more, you know, understanding what, where people's headsets are, head is like, it's just, there's a lot of nothing happening. There's a lot of negativity, but overall, I think this is a, like probably a show I would pop on to like, and I wouldn't really watch it, but it would just be like on like, so it qualifies for the side TV of Chris's viewing. You know how many shows we watch here would don't qualify for that. So like, mm-hmm. that's it's pretty high bar. Yeah. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if anyone could have heard that. Uh, so like, there's also something like I was watching Four in a Bed as Ooh. we talked about. 
and they definitely were like way more critical. Like hmm. people were like going in with like I. This is the one thing I can remember. Somebody went in with like a white glove. It was like looking around for dust, oh, and wow. like they went behind That's the fucked. toilet That's for fucked. like how clean things were. And this was, I mean, these are more hotel like bread and brick breakfast stuff so like there's definitely a different quality tier here we're talking about but like we're talking totally different levels of like what yeah. people are complaining about like i couldn't imagine that guy in this like master bedroom suite with fucking bugs and shit like he's just like i'm leaving like there's just like zero i'm out like i could definitely see people coming into the show like that too We're like hey i make sure there's no bugs in my fucking apartment like i'm not coming here and there's bugs on my bed, like bugs in the room. You know, you're in certain places, but bugs in the bed, like there's people be freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, there is definitely a difference, I think, in quality between a nice B&B versus a nice Airbnb. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Right. But, uh, you know, that B&B they were saying it probably costs less than this mother- this place. But it, the one thing that I didn't like in the show, they kept saying it's expensive without accounting for its eight people. There's just you just don't have enough context based on the show alone, right? The, yeah. There is still research to be done. If you were going to go book this place, you should look at places in the surroundings, see what you're actually yeah. getting. Clearly, I just, I just don't I, know if you ever really want to stay there. Well, that's the question, James. Do we got to take the pod to Humpty Do, spend the thousand dollars, and you know, I, it's, again, I have no context here, right? I have no idea if finding a a similar caliber place. Is anywhere close to this price range? It might be half that for the same thing. I have no idea. You know what would have been a good producer add-on? They show a little scale from like low to high, and you put a little marker like where this Airbnb goes comparatively for the features they offer. Yeah, sure. I mean, implementation aside, like the 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 fact is, you need to have a little bit of context to right. judge. Like even as you're watching this, like. Is that expensive? I don't know. It sounds expensive, but like I don't know. Yeah. I think this I think this is what's really happening here. Okay. You're humped to do whatever. <laughs> there's nothing there. Right. There's no real reason for this house to exist. There's no, uh, no there's, hotels or whatever. The thing is, is like there probably isn't anything like this in this area. This is it. Yeah. But I don't know why you'd want to go to this area. I think that is the main thing. I think they just looked at Airbnb and like, oh, there's no real high end, let's make this high end place. But then there's, I don't know if you've ever gotten anyone to come to this place. Man, I want to do a B-side track of this podcast where we interview the homeowners of the Humpty Doo Airbnb. We find out, like, how did you come to buy that? Did you build that? No, they they said they built it. Yeah, so it seems like a pretty odd place to have this type of establishment, right? We we can get into the, the business competitive environment you could totally do an hour show just on the like how did you build this thing and why and all that stuff right sure. yeah b-side no B-sides. uh use your internet corner skills no. and snag us that uh that we're an hour deep in this pod rob we <laughs> no, do not have the time no no no, 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 right no. Se- separate podcast okay, Try, okay. I'm giving him homework to come back and be like i booked them for the pod we're gonna do it yeah. next tuesday i'll get it going uh, um uh like, you know, he I'd was say fifty d- fifty on on, on he, this one. He was DMing those Poly D girls earlier. So you know. yeah, yeah. I, I actually give myself a good shot at at least hearing back from them. Uh, I have one minor update. Oh, I hear you have a big update. Oh, well, I'll get back to that. Okay. First is the minor update. The, the, then first is the big minor update. update. Is uh, 
Last week we talked, or two weeks ago, two weeks we talked ago. about double shot at love in the ending. Double shot, and we were in some sort of hot tub, so I didn't have my phone, so we couldn't do. We're, we're, everyone knows you made it very clear on the pod that you didn't have a I way didn't to have take my notes. Fo- I didn't have my notes, so like now I got my notes, so we could <laughs> talk about who won the bets. Yes. Do you? I will. I'm just gonna go over who the winner is because people don't really remember who. No, won. definitely not. James, I believe, would be the winner here. Oh, he, he has the only person really in the finale with Nikki. Uh, with I don't Pauly remember D. any of this, but this sounds great. I'm real proud that I mean, oh, I James, totally recall all this. Told you so. James picked Nikki <laughs> for Polly D. Oh man, that was a good pick. Yeah, that's a good pick. Yo, Polly, uh, tweet at me. <laughs> like you also had Zuljali. Zuhaley. Zuhaley. Yeah, I remember that. For uh, Vinny, she didn't make it very far. So. No one had uh, no. And, and either of the Vinny finalists? I don't believe so. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm just going to go with that. All right. That's fine. I might have looked it. it up wrong, but for now, James, you're the winner. Winner of the double shot at love. Bye-bye. Called it. Congrats, James. And you're Thanks, right. Guys. I did tee up on our thread about big news. Big, big news for who put MTV on. Tell give, me. Give the Some big news. Some sort of classic... Show we've been trying to find. Oh, <laughs> next. And next. I have found a way to watch next. Holy shit. Wow. I was really upset that Harrison and Annabeth weren't here today because if they were here, I was going to do, I wanted to do like a surprise show where we're like, we'd set up the mics and be like, okay, we're going to watch the show. I'm going to tell you on the pot and then we're going to watch it and we'll come back. But oh. like they weren't here. So it was just like, it's good. Ne- well, next is sure, coming sure, up sure. real quick. Can we oh. take a pact? Yeah. To not tell them to see. <laughs> do they listen <laughs> to the pod? Yeah, it's yeah. fine. We'll see. Yeah, no, we, we I don't want to call them out if they don't. I'm very excited. This is amazing news, Chris. Great yeah, news. Yeah. I don't know how you pulled it off, but and I don't know that we, we should get into the details. <laughs> no, the de- but no, the details is are this very, on, is, is this on voot No, it's on very legal. Uh, Amazon has an MTV Hits channel. Oh. And next, season six is on that channel. That's great. Was there a Prime Day sale? Yes. That's you, Chris. All right. There you go. I guess it's it's past Prime Day now, so I it think that this, plug doesn't help anybody. I think anybody. the sale is still going. might be going on still. Oh, nice. There Happy Prime Day. Should we buy all of the MTV? We should well, buy everything on that channel. So it's like six dollars a month or something that you can't oh. buy things on the channel it is oh. a oh it's it, a subscription, it's a subscription to, the, great, to the channel and then you have all these on-demand things yeah. you can watch that seems horrible yeah i'm not telling like it's just another disney guy no, it's no, just, no, but it's like gonna be a thousand these top hits of mtv yeah it's very limited like they have like four best. or five seasons of the challenge one season of next wait a minute you're telling me you're mtv here and you're like we're we're gonna make this subscription service, but we can't even put our whole MTV back catalog on it. What MTV? What what the hell are you doing? So the, this is what I'm telling you. What the why? How this works? Is it like okay, you're subscribed to MTV Hits. If you had the whole back catalog and then you watched it all, there's no real reason for you to keep MTV Hits. So they're like, oh, we're just gonna have a rotating thing, so you have to stay subscribed. Like this time, it's 
these five seasons of the challenge and one season of next. Is, if that you makes want, no damn sense. I'm not I'm just telling is, you this is, is okay, the that's theory. The pitch, is there some kind of seven day free trial to this thing? <laughs> <laughs> I will one month it so we could do the podcast. See, they're getting their money, James. They're getting their money. I'm just saying Disney is clearly laying out the framework for what's about to happen in this thing. And like you give the people the catalog. That's the whole thing. But that's just not how like Comcast on demands always kind of work this way. No, but like always like a certain amount of show available and then they rotate it. And that's like some business model thing they're trying. It's just it's before they realize how they have to operate. HBO used to do this with a curbier in in enthusiasm like you just be random seasons every month in hbo and you have no way to watch it if you want to start it's dumb as fuck yeah well anyway we can watch next but that's next is the best news i've heard in a while yeah so that's next time probably on (laughs) with this on is next (laughs) previously on who put this on Uh, next time i got a quick update that i watched a bit more Truck Night in America. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I'm loving it. Oh. oh. How much more? I think I watched three or four more episodes. Or oh. two or three more episodes. Okay, I watched okay. three or four total. And like the, the trucks did not get as destroyed as they did in the episode we watched. So like you can get out of it with your truck in one piece. But like if you get to the green hell, your your truck is definitely hurting. But like most of the most people that don't get to the green hell, their truck's not too bad. There's nothing like the <laughs> we're gonna knock your windshield <laughs> out situation. Okay, so the green hill, the the final course is the same course. It's the same course, but what then about... all the other challenges are different. Okay, um, and like there's still good things with like interesting use of the slow mo and the cinematography. So it's like the one I'll say is you had to back your truck into the shed they set up on a cliff and push the shed off the cliff as fast as possible. But the cliff, but the shed was full of grape juice. So as you start pushing it, the grape juice starts breaking and there's just like this purple liquid oozing everywhere. (laughs) And they have it like slow-mo and then they put on this like ballet music as it's crashing down in slow-mo. It was so great. (laughs) I'm so glad that like the the cinematography was really good on that show, but like they're actually taking advantage of like setting, teeing it up in a good way. Yeah. Which, you know. And like it, the, uh, the there is one woman truck driver every episode I've seen. So it seems to be like they have like that's like a consistent thing they do. And then so far they haven't won. <laughs> well, this this season probably. This season is unclear in the first like, and I've only, I haven't seen the whole season, so maybe there's other things. But like that that does seem to be a pattern. And um, at first it's the second episode I watched again the truck that seemed the best at the first one, and I was like, is this a recurring thing? But then there were more upsets later on, so it's not as predictable as it as it might seem. So it's some, but it definitely does seem like the there's a bias to the one you think at first is probably got the edge, but it doesn't always work out that way. That's good to know. I, I will actually give one other plug. Oh. Uh, Big Little Lies. I'm sure y'all have heard of it on HBO. I've actually. Uh, just started to watch it. One of the much better made television shows in the past several years. Like, just the craft of it on the money. The character death, incredible. I, I can't speak better of it, so I would highly recommend. Team Reese. Alright. Uh, if you like Little Big Lies, also watch Sharp Objects, which is a short six episodes. It's done. It's great. Cool. All right. Uh, I'll do that in addition to Big Little Lies. Okay. Well, you can find us on Twitter at Who Put This On. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Who Put This On. Email us questions and suggestions at Who Put This On at gmail.com. 
We'll see you guys next time. Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty. <laughs>